0: To food Feels Banana Peels. I'm really excited to talk to a dear friend of mine, Tanya Farlinger. Tanya is an amazing woman who has been through a battle with cancer and who has come out the other side. Uh, she's a true warrior and today she's going to share her story with us. Can't wait to talk to her. Welcome, Tanya. Tanya Farlinger is here to chat with us about her inspiring experience that led her into some pretty amazing opportunities. Welcome, Tanya, and thanks so much for being here on Food Feels Banana Peels. I'm really grateful that you're joining us. Thanks, Laura. Happy to be here, too. Tanya and I have known each other for years and years. Tanya, tell us a little bit about you and about your journey.
1: Sure. Well, I would say I'm a very type A person, a doer, and a little bit high strung, perhaps. <laughs> do you think that's true, Laura?
0: I think that there's some truth to those statements. Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, and when I when you do color personalities, like I'm always the red, I'm always the achiever, that's me. So I've always been a very driven person. And I think I just didn't stop to lift my head up often enough until I was forced to. uh, And that was with a cancer diagnosis at age 37. And you know, then life just stops at, at a hard still point. So that was a really big, pivotal, like turning point for me for sure.
0: Absolutely. So tell us about what you did prior to that, and how that was going for you.
1: Yeah, I was working full time and then after hours and yes, for someone else, um, you know, making their dreams come true, essentially. And it brought me immense joy. I loved the industry I was in. Didn't love the situation that I was in, kind of pitted between owner and staff, like not being able to do things that I would have liked to have done if it had been my place. And it was a little toxic to some degree. I mean, there was, it taught me a lot. There's great lessons there, but, uh, you know, just working so hard and not having uh, self-care time for myself. Uh, even if I did enjoy some of the perks, I did it with like a work mindset and I never really relaxed <laughs> at that point when i was diagnosed it happened really quickly and uh, i was just not prepared my husband and i were not prepared and i had a five-year-old at the time and i went through surgery and you know just to to get everything done quickly and i was back to work in six weeks and again i did not take any time to heal at that point until maybe nine or ten months later when i just cracked and I quit and I left. And I was like, I just need a a fresh start. And then I totally changed everything.
0: Okay. You summarized that really, really quickly. And there's more of a story there for sure. So you were diagnosed really young, 37, and it was a stage one or two. Is that right? Yeah.
1: There, it hadn't gone into any lymph nodes. So it's considered like an an under, under stage two. So I was lucky, I mean, lucky enough with cancer to only have to have surgery and I didn't have to do radiation or chemo because it had not spread at all. Everything was caught really early and I really had to fight for it. I mean, that in itself is a whole other story to convince my doctor that that could be what it is. And I mean, just, you just have to be your own advocate. If you feel like something's wrong, it usually is. And that's kind of was just kind of step one of realizing that for me.
0: Um, Yes, thank you. And thank you for mentioning that, too, because being our own advocate is so important right now everywhere in life, but particularly in the medical system that's overburdened, not enough staff here in Canada, you know, waiting for something like an MRI or an X-ray can take weeks and months and for some even years. Yeah. So advocating for yourself. So, so important. It's funny,
1: something that sparked in my head like legit right now I was like actually I did a fundraiser called clean your closet for cancer I was like I was collecting clothes and high-end jewelry and things from people that was like too good to donate but they just didn't enjoy anymore and that's what I did during those six weeks is I collected all of these items but it know. gave me a sense of purpose because I literally didn't know how to slow down and what to do with myself because I stopped so quickly I wasn't working I didn't know what to do so I mean it it was kind of a charitable thing but it kept me
0: busy. It also continued for you that cycle of giving right because you are a giver and an overachiever, and energetically at times uh, cancer can be linked to you know depleting ourselves. So giving, 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 women in breast cancer in particular are generally found that they are these women who are are giving all the time, but they have a very difficult time receiving. Yeah, the energetic connections there when we start to look into some of the disease in our bodies, we talk about that on Food Feels and Banana Peels, how we have these manifestations of disease happening in our physical body, but really the imbalances are coming from the mental, emotional, spiritual aspect of us, and eventually... Finally, they embed themselves in the physical body. And for people like you and like me, eventually we can't ignore them anymore. You know, we can't push through, we can't plow through. There's just too many signs, too many symptoms. We know something's wrong. And then you either choose to listen and advocate for yourself as you did, or or like many people, continue down that journey of disease and get a lot further along before they recognize something is major imbalanced. I'm not sure if you started working or if you were first in treatment at the OICC? So I had finished all my treatment
1: myself and then had quit my job. And then a friend of mine uh, that I had, you know, had a work colleague situation with over time had recommended uh, me to apply. They were looking for a new clinic manager at the Ottawa Integrative Cancer Center. So I applied again, cause I wanted, I really felt like blessed and lucky to be here and that I didn't have to go through so much with my cancer journey compared to others. Um, so I fully immersed myself in around and with cancer in a way to give back. So there was, <laughs> there was pros and cons to doing that. Um, the pro was that I, I really got opened up to a whole new realm. Like we would start our staff meetings, everyone would take their shoes off sit in a circle and like check in. And I was like, these are hippie weirdos. Like, this is not me. I was like, but I stayed there for four years and it really changed me like a lot. I started doing acupuncture. I was always doing massage therapy, but we brought in reflexology. Like I brought in more um, like, because I have a spa background, some more different Wellness treatments. um, And then they were doing IBC, like vitamin C infusions. There was naturopathic doctors, physio, and then a whole spectrum of psychology, coaching, um, color therapy, like all of that. So I I learned a lot and about myself as well. I think I was kind of forced to because you literally had to check in before you really would talk to anybody. It's like, how are you? What what would you like to say, kind of thing? And uh, it, it It's wonderful because it makes you pause and actually reflect
0: on how am I today? Now, you actually use some of these modalities following the surgery, correct? What did you use in order to supplement your your healing from a, a natural and holistic perspective? What were the avenues that you went down?
1: Um, I had a lot of, I like kind of adrenal fatigue as well. So I had a naturopath actually coming to my home to do vitamin C infusions, which was both a physical treatment, but also it allowed me like 45 minutes of discussion time too. And it was quite healing as well to talk about my diet and, you know, supplements and hormone changes and all these different things that were going on. Um, Acupuncture has been huge for me as like an alternative service, uh, which isn't even that alternative anymore. It's actually covered under insurance now, but it never used to be, uh, same with naturopaths and meditation, yoga. Um, I had done a couple of yoga retreats even in the Caribbean. And that's actually the person who had suggested that I apply originally at the OICC, um, was a yoga therapist there. And, uh, yeah, I fell in love with yoga. There's just something, it's so encompassing of mind and body at the same time, right? Your, you know, parasympathetic nervous system is is calming, um, but you're physically strengthening your body at the same time. It's pretty cool.
0: Absolutely. And you practiced with me for quite some time as well. Yeah, for it, sure. I and, and I that all started after, after you had your experience, right? Yeah. I didn't do anything before besides um, have a martini when I got home from work and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> So you took and you, you know, you used the modern medical system for what you needed. And then you went ahead and you took your own initiative to find alternative modalities that help to support you and move you forward in healing from your experience, because obviously there's the, the physical aspect of healing your body. Vitamin C and collagen and vitamin E and all of these things are needed for healing the tissues but then there's also that aspect that you talked about, you know, having somebody to speak to, because there was this whole mental, emotional experience that you went through as well, being so young, having your young son, like, so having a five-year-old and, and being faced with this. So how how do you feel kind of that mental, emotional journey? How did you tackle that? And, and do you feel that you've kind of overcome and made peace with that at this point? I mean, I'm certainly at peace, but I don't
1: think I'll ever be, I mean, done. It's a work in progress, right? And personal development is kind of where I'm delving deep into now, the last um, two years of my life, especially. I feel like what I went through was purposeful in my life because it allowed me, it forced me to actually stop and go, what am I doing? And why am I doing this, right? And I worked at the same place for a decade, like 12 years, and I I just was not happy. And uh, I was like, why am I doing this every day? (laughs) It doesn't bring me any joy. And as I mentioned, like the the Cancer Center was um, great in many aspects, but it also was really hard. Like you would see patients clients three four times a week and then all of a sudden they wouldn't show up one day and you were like oh, like you knew you knew what was going on because you'd seen them going downhill sometimes and uh, that was really hard and it was really hard for me to separate that at night and uh, I probably stayed in that situation a little bit too long because I was really felt like I needed to give back and I was blessed and I was lucky and I was like I need to do this to thank the universe almost. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize it at the time, but yeah, it was it was hard. Now my life is much lighter. <laughs> I'm back in the spa industry that I love and people are coming in and they're very joyful. They're happy to be here. Even you know, it brings the staff joy. So like the vibe is just super high. Everyone's healthy and energetic. It's a very different state of being and uh it's definitely like lifted more off my shoulders as well. You have to really pay attention to your <laughs> to your body and your mind. Um, and sometimes again, your body will manifest something and that's kind of your first clue. Like I, I often don't find I pay enough attention to my emotions or my mental state. But if something physical happens, I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of gone past that. Mm-hmm. And now that really grabs my attention now more than ever.
0: For sure. It sounds like you also cultivated a, a really deep sense of compassion while you were were working at the cancer clinic. You held space for a lot of people. And that can be very draining to our energy, right? We're doing it because we want to and because we want to give back. Ensuring that self-care is going on at the same time is so important. Otherwise, we bring ourselves into that state whereby we're depleted and, and drained all over again. And then, you know, the cycle continues. Yeah.
1: And that's a very interesting thing to try to master <laughs> like being empathetic and compassionate but not taking on other people's struggles and emotions um and this is again part of my personal development journey myself is is you know as my staff and my team grow <clears throat> and it's all women well one there's one gentleman now but a, a lot of women there's a lot of emotions and there's a lot of sharing and a lot of communication, a lot of talking. So, um, but it's really important to kind of shake things off, even Mm -hmm. physical energy of, of a client. If we're doing a massage or a facial or something hands-on, like you do absorb that energy, let alone if you're talking for an hour during a manicure service and this person is just angry about something, you don't want to take that all on. Right. Yes. Um, one tip uh, that I learned from one of the uh, uh, psychotherapists and coaches at the OICC was, I still remember, uh, it's so, so pro- its so great to me. If you have that energy drain, like we I've always done that where I just feel the need to like shake so after doing a massage. It's like you want to just shake off that little bit of energy. But what was told to me was like, if you've ever seen a deer on the side of a highway, you know, unfortunately get hit by a car, like they'll fall down, but that animal will get up and and shake, shake it, everything out. And it's like all that energy, that impact that happened, they shake it out. Whereas we don't as humans, we just go, Oh God. And we keep it all in. So now whenever I physically, like when I feel overwhelmed, I, I might look ridiculous, but I'm like shaking. And I tell everybody I work to, I'm like, shake it out, shake it out. It's like, and it, it just, it just alleviates like so much of that negative energy it's a thing, you know, if you don't, you only know once you know, but
0: it's a thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Shaking, dancing, all of these ways that we move energy through our bodies. I look ridiculous places, the same thing, right? Sometimes it's singing. It's just trying to get stuff out. You know, my kids would be like, I mom, you used stuff. To
1: howl too. I to uh, at the moon.
0: Yeah, I still howl at the moon. that wasn't weird at all (laughs) (laughs) it's normal anyway right they say the
1: fastest way to shift your mood is music and dance Mm. put on your favorite jam up loud like how do you not feel good and start to move I mean you can change your entire mindset in a two-minute song like that's pretty powerful
0: yeah, you are so Maybe right. We should all listen to our favorite song after this podcast. I think that is a great idea, Tanya. Couple more questions as we finish up. Number one was tell us what you're what you're doing now because you were in this kind of toxic environment. You had this whole experience. you know, you went, you went and you worked somewhere else. You learned all of these things. Tell us what you're doing now because because you're absolutely amazing.
1: Oh, you're so cute. Well, now I own Xhalo Spa. That was my creation six and a half years ago. And we have a Barhaven location. And then I expanded into Canada for a second location in 2020, right at the cusp of the super fun pandemic when it was going to be two weeks. I was like, yeah, let's do another location. <laughs> Anyways, it's worked out sublime. It's crazy. People are been shutting down and I was expanding, but... The sense of community we have at XHALO is, is pretty amazing. People walk in, they feel like the energy and the vibe, they comment on it all the time. And the staff is just super supportive of one another. And we have a code of honor that we create and revamp every year. It's like, who do we want to show up as? Who do we want to be for ourselves, for clients? And it's just, it's a fantastic um, space. And Halo therapy is why it's Exhaleo. Um, is a respiratory treatment that um, that was part of my kind of wellness alternative wellness journey um, that I discovered halotherapy and the power of salt therapy and it's antiviral and immune boosting and it's the fact that it's in a very calming kind of chromotherapy backlit Himalayan salt room is super super decompressing and relaxing as well
0: amazing and come back I, I will I look forward to it you now have a staff of how many?
1: 37.
0: 37. Wow. And I know you and I know you on a personal level and I know how hard you work to create that safe space for your staff. You have always tried to do that kind of in the beginning, but that wasn't possible because you weren't running the show. And now you have a staff of 37. You're happier than than you've ever been. You have more on your plate than than you did likely prior to. <laughs> totally have more on my plate, but it's fulfilling stuff, you know? Yes.
1: And as I continue with my own journey, I'm realizing like, I'm here to lift the others up that are with me. And that, you know, there's things that I don't necessarily enjoy doing parts of the job that they others love. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm like, let me give you an opportunity to rise and learn and take these different things on. So we're kind of all growing together and it's pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah, you've created an amazing supportive community. And that is how I feel that we businesses and, and people in general will, will begin to thrive again, once we understand that we're not here to hold each other down. We're here to, like you said, you know, pump each other up, support each other, hold space for each other. You know, it, we're not in competition, we're all here trying to live our happiest and healthiest lives. It looks different for everyone. And People are threatened by others and and things like that. That just brings so much negative energy into the spaces, and and
1: negativity, you know, feeds negativity, right? Yes, you know, that yes. Drama loves company, or, or whatever that saying. is. Misery loves company. Misery, yeah. Um, it's the same thing for the positive things, like when we interview people i mean we're doing the color personality quiz and we're talking about like what are your values and they're not normal like, like interview questions you know it's like i'm hiring for the person not yes um the talent because i am mean, like, we can teach you know yes you're a certified esthetician or experienced hairstyle is great but i want to know who you are at your core because if you don't you know if your values aren't aligned with ours it's not going to work out and uh doesn't matter how great of a haircut you give or how great of a massage you give. So yeah, it's taken a while to kind of, you know, in my late forties now, learn all that. And now I know kind of who we are and who, who uh, best represents our lifestyle brand basically is what Exhale is kind of turning into.
0: You've created your dream team. And, you know, I think what separates the People who excel in places, you know, whether they're offering services or whatever it is, it's about the experience. And that's what you understand. You know, when when I teach a yoga class, that's what it's about. It's about the experience. Sure, people can guide other people into postures. But coming to, to my class or coming to your spa is about an entire experience. It's about you come in the door feeling a certain way and you leave feeling completely different. And it is in a much more positive space.
1: For sure. And I mean, our mission statement, our mandate is to spread joy through the power of touch. And I mean, it's powerful, you know, when you have a great haircut, like you walk out on cloud, like you physically, you, you look pretty great, but you feel good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, just like the power of touch with a massage, some people will cry during a massage. It's just like, there's a release that happens not every day, but it definitely happens and it's not that unusual. So there's just a lot to be said about, you know, self-care and on multiple levels. And I mean, I'm, I'm pleased that I'm still am in, in that space, but just in a lighter version of what the space that we had for held for cancer patients. I mean, we, I do oncology aesthetics now too, and that's something that allows me to connect with clients to be like, Hey, I've, I've been in your shoes, at least to some extent, you know, and have that level of compassion, empathy. But also, know, like we have a safe space for you to not only enjoy services without worrying about, you know, infection or uh, sickness or disease or anything, but also that we're here to lift you up and kind of ignite and light that flame in your soul again, you know, and, and really feed people.
0: And I think you kind of like hit the nail on the head, anything done with intention, right? It's what is the intention behind what we're creating? So for you, the spa. And and I believe if we spoke with intention, if we had action with, you know, with the right intention, things would be so different in in the world right now for so many people from an internal level and and from an external level. It's amazing that you've taken, you know, your learnings and teachings from your experience and then from the experience uh working at the cancer center. And then it's almost like you've taken that and and Obviously, everything always happens for a reason. And then you've taken some of those amazing learnings and then you've brought them here into the wellness world to create your own spa. That's amazing. So last question, Tanya, because likely your wellness airs, there will be people who are listening who are uh, perhaps in the midst of undergoing an experience with cancer right now and, you know, feeling overwhelmed by the emotion and, and all of those things with it. What would be some advice that you could tell them? Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I think just baby steps, one thing at a time. You can't worry. Well, first of all, worrying in general is you could be worrying about something that may or may not even happen, right? And I like to remember the, the phrase of, you know, if it won't matter in five years, don't worry more than five minutes about it. And hopefully that cancer won't be a worry in five years. So instead of bringing that blackness, you know, and bringing you down, it's like, I I always thought I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. I, I knew I was going to be fine. I think that's a big part of, of healing is just recognizing and knowing that you're going to be okay. And just to take one day at a time, you know, and not think too far ahead because all of a sudden the day becomes a week, becomes months and then years. And you're like, okay, now I'm, you know, 12 years later and uh, I I'm still
0: cancer free. So. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and your journey. I'm so grateful for you for being on. And I know that there are going to be people that um, this is helping extraordinarily. So where can people get in contact with you, follow you, learn more about XHALO, all of those things, come visit you? Yeah, well, we're super social. Um, So any of your favorite social media handles,
1: it's uh, at XHALO SPA. Um, XHALO.ca is the website and I mean, I'm on the social media all the time. So it's if you are messaging, you're pretty much messaging me. So you can find me there. uh, Yeah, Barhaven and Mm Kanata.
0: Okay. So thank you so much for your time today, Tanya. I really, uh, really, really appreciate it. It was an honor to speak with you and much love. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bye, Laura. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. I look forward to bringing you more opportunities to learn and grow and shift and change your perspective, perhaps to something new and something different. It is an honor always to be here, and I would love to hear about what you want to learn more about. Please go to Spotify, give me five stars, go to Apple, give me five stars and a review. I would greatly appreciate it. This is the way that this podcast can get out so more people will have the opportunity to listen. There will be another episode dropping each week. Keep a lookout for that, Apple and Spotify, Food Feels and Banana Peels. I'm Laura Pfeiffer. You can check out more about me, learn about what I do at laurapfeiffer.com. Wishing you much love, joy, happiness and health on your journey.